0: So, I've been asked to contribute to the what's in your sandwich feature for Charlie, who is enjoying himself in the Alps as we speak. So, today I've been on a bike ride because I have injured my foot during a recce of the Chapel Fell race, which is the conclusion of the English Champs. It was a very successful recce in as much as I found a very well hidden hole and spannered my foot. I think I've sprained it, It looks like it could be turf toe which is due to a hyperextension of the big toe. Getting better but walking is still not ideal. Anyway, so having enjoyed the bike ride I have given myself a very wholesome and nutritious sandwich using Tesco's finest multi-grain whatever self-cut bread as in it didn't come sliced you have to cut it with a knife all by yourself and i'm allowed to do these things what a guy so indulging in my uh sandwich philosophy the bread has mayonnaise on each side rather than a butter for extra flavor and a moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips of course then um a layer of ham Um, And then some sliced tomato with cheese and then a layer of salami on top. Sandwiching the sandwich to the max. So yeah, very tasty. I may even include a photograph for you. So, when I'm not in a mood for a sandwich, generally at work, I'll use, um, I'll have a wrap. And I've been embracing the wrap ever since, well, um, Scott Jurek and his... uh, Black bean and rice um, wraps, but actually more famously, perhaps Joshua Williams, who put me onto them in many years ago on La- in Langdale, where he eh, stole the virtues of a baked bean wrap. So anyway, my wrap tends to be tuna mayo with a bit of red onions, maybe some jalapenos chucked in, and a bit of sriracha sauce, which is available in varying strengths. Um, Sprouting beans are good, as is a bit of any other bit of salad, but it can't be too wet, otherwise it all gets a bit too soggy. They're generally fairly resilient though, better than a sandwich. They can be wrapped up in a nice fancy beeswax wrap, topped into an Ikea resealable plastic bag. Um, Then stuff them in a corner of your rucksack and they'll pretty much survive anything. Um, Good for work, and I don't think they're too stinky. Colleagues haven't said anything yet. And what's in your sandwich on the long run? Well, I'm a bit bit one-dimensional on that. No, let's say two-dimensional. If it's a long run, I need food that is generally slightly nutritious. I don't know, it's more real food, but maybe it doesn't tick the nutrition boxes. Just a good old jam and peanut butter sandwich or marmite and peanut butter. That is for the more savory end. Um, I found through uh, rumours on the internet, but also from a bit of my own experimentation, um, white bread is better than brown bread. It releases a spike of good old uh, glycogen or something. Anyway, apparently it's for fibre in uh, multigrain bread. doesn't Your body doesn't like it, and apparently it can't really make use of it, so you might as well not bother with that. I'm on the fence about which tastes better, but ultimately um, you just got to get it down you. They're fairly resilient, they last quite well, survive being squashed. Um, I quite like quite a bit of butter on there. Um, And I've even been known to cut the the crusts off, because sometimes it just gets too chewy. Um, Yeah, prep is leave marge out to soften out of the fridge so it's easy to spread. And that's about it really, can't go wrong with it. So yeah, there you go, my free sandwich takes, edit that as you want. I've included a photo of Asani.
1: Thank you Will, that was both comprehensive and entertaining, absolutely loved it, what a start to the new feature.
2: This is a podcast, we talk about running, we talk about other things too. So please come and join us, we hope you enjoy this. This is On The Bake.
1: Well that, that was lovely from Mr Boothman wasn't it? And uh, I'm hoping that'll be a regular feature where you can send in what you've been eating on on the hills what sandwiches you like please uh, do write in to on the backfoot pod at gmail.com um, it's it's a very busy email address that and uh, what have I been up to just very briefly I've been out on my bike um, yes the running's been going great I've been loving it um but I had a, ever such a slight, tight calf. So I did what you can do in these situations, what's really important, and I wrote it a letter. And um, if, if what I've done here is I've also started the letter. So it's a bit like, um, a, bit like a template. Deer, tendon, joint, ligament, bone, muscle, flesh wound, hematoma. I'm sorry that you're hurting. If it is my fault, it was never my intent. I have listened to your cries of pain and responded by giving you the best environment to heal that I can currently afford. I will rest tonight in the knowledge that I can try again tomorrow and that this is just another bend in the road on my journey. Sleep well, my friend, and we will talk in the morning. I hope you have good news for me. But if you don't, you are my leg and I will love you still. So there you go, a little bit of uh, being a big fat hippie and a physioterrorist at the same time there. And um, obviously, yeah, you can take that template and put it to any of your injuries and take the messages, I hope. You know, listening to your body and trying to do your best and sometimes you're not fully in control, so... Write it a little letter. Um, what I have loved about having little niggles over the last year has been getting on my bicycle. Uh, I have a Dale that I bought when I had shin splints, and uh, it was great. It sat um, at the top of a staircase for about three years. It really did nothing, and I had a great spell of injury three, three, injury free running, um, which I thanked the bike for, thanked the bike for, and um, yeah, I felt it was like a lucky charm, but actually, getting back on the bike has definitely been one of the things I've loved the most in 2023, and uh, I had a really great ride on it um, yesterday, yesterday uh, alongs, am not getting emotional, I think just a bit of a dry throat there, and um, had a lovely ride uh, alongside Lake Garda. And it's a Cannondale, I said, and I'm struggling with a name for it. So at the minute it's nickname on Strava, is Pasha Bell. Pasha Bell's Cannondale. Uh, The music in the background that you're hearing now. Um, But yeah, the best I've had uh, put forward is Karen. So I could call Karen my bike. Uh, The reason um, Jake and Jade have given me for calling it Karen was something to do with I think they mentioned boomers cycling is a boomer activity uh, so it's only right that your steed has a boomer name what better than Karen so I think we're going to say the bike is a female um, and yeah uh, we've got Karen or we've got Pasha Bell I don't know if I'm saying that right though um Maybe we can think something better. Originally, I'd gone with Cannondale Winton um, after the supermarket sweep fella. Uh, but that one just... I don't know, I just can't get quite on board with that one. So, yeah, name, name, name your bike, name your van. Um, my guitar, I was encouraged to name it Wendy after a uh, fell-running legend. So, uh, yep, yeah, Wendy... Uh, and Roger they need a name for their friend um, so yeah that's probably most of it Add a bit of tight calf, enjoy my running I'm in Lake Garda I'm not doing shelf more but I'm continuing to podcast about this kind of stuff and I've got two great guests today I've got Billy Cartwright and Nicola Jackson talking us through their incredible year Um, and then hopefully we'll have a little bit more. I say hopefully because as I sit here, I've not got any kind of analysis going to Shelf more. I've got one little voice note of someone. Um, The best I can tell you is it's a race. It's in Gossip from the start. It goes up a hill. Lovely views of Gossip and perhaps even Manchester on a clear day. Um, And it's the last race of the championship season. So there's a lot to play for in third in the Champs. Um, I won't be there, but I just wish all of you a great, great day on the hills. And uh, I won't keep you any longer. Let's get to the interview.
3: I can hear you. Can you hear
1: us? Oh, here we are. I can hear you now. Nice
3: one how are we? Full flow.
1: <laughs> That's why I wanted to record I wanted I was hoping I'd get like your full reaction.
3: <laughs> it's, um, it's like a whole different organism isn't it? <laughs> That's, it's, uh,
1: it? It's got a passport and it can like it can really go. It can really go. <laughs>
3: it's, it's going quite mad professor that is it's um <laughs> Full bodied in some places and less bodied in. It's basically as if I tried to grow a bit. It'd just be like quite Dalmatiany, I think, in places. Impressive. It is quite nice, though. Well done.
1: Thank you. I can see it's made Nick smile. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to work out its aerodynamic properties and whether I need to maybe like gel it down if I'm racing or anything like
3: that. Yeah, you'll lose minutes mm-hmm. on that bad boy. Oh, just get rid of it. <laughs> like a
2: wingsuit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing? You yeah. it over, though,
4: without any hair on the top, so...
3: True. You wonder if it messes with the aerodynamics of it being on the bottom as opposed to most people being on the top. it's well, nobody...
4: All these aerodynamics wouldn't know any
3: different, though, would they? Well, if he picks up that much speed, you might flip over. With yeah, all the hair being at the bottom, with the weight slowing him down.
1: Anyway, are you saying if I run fast enough downhill, I might accidentally backflip?
3: Yes, <laughs> due to their space aerodynamics.
4: <laughs> backflip! Wow, that is impressive. Front flip.
1: Yeah. Mm. Do you know that that probably is the best? I've got a really nice question from uh, Colin Osborne to kick us off. And he would like to know what have you two done with your shovels that you won for being uh, shit off the shovel at centre? <laughs> <laughs> Where are uh, they?
4: They are actually uh, on either side of the fireplace.
1: Very nice.
4: Yeah, we Bill did think about using one as a pooper scoop for Dan, but realistically, not near no, wouldn't wouldn't have worked too well, would it? Plus, Dan had it's shocking, though, the t- amount
3: <laughs> of bags that we get through. I know they kind of...
4: Yeah, but Where would you put the shit once you scooped it up with the shovel?
3: <laughs> yeah, we'd just have a bin full of shit, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. With no bags, it would just stick.
4: And we didn't know whether to compromise the lad or the last one, so we thought, mm, let's not bother with the idea, let's put them both by well, the Well, Dan's a boy, it would have to
3: be the lad. It
4: would have to be the lad one, yes, that would be yours. But anyway, no, they're by the fireplace.
1: So they're lovely ornaments and trophies to, to keep and treasure.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just by the fireplace and it's just like next to all the other stuff that we're not completely sure what to do with. <laughs> <Wait. clears
2: throat> um,
4: luckily, the actual Seba ones have got a hook on the back, so we're going to hang them on the stairs
3: somewhere, oh <laughs> my what? This, the actual oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. trophies that
4: we got oh, They've cool, got yeah. um but like um relief profile of the route and they made out of wood and they've got a hanging hook on the back. So we're gonna put them at the stairs. But they're also next to the fireplace at the minute.
3: <laughs> yeah, what do we call it? A relief profile. A
4: relief profile.
3: Because you've got a relief profile of the Newlands
4: oh yeah one as
3: well. It'd be if every race did that. You could almost kind of piece together. Yeah, the
4: the the Cumbria. Yeah,
3: yeah, which is pretty cool.
1: We've got that. 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 Yeah, you sound like you're a bit inundated with trophies this year. I mean, (laughs) it's been a good one.
3: I think Nick's been steadily building trophies since like ninety, well, eighteen ninety, whatever. Eighteen ninety. And I don't think you've got rid of like anything, and like. Your house at Preston, your parents, is full of it. And then we've just got so many dusty trophies. Don't like... say
4: dusty, because we've got to give them back. Some yeah, but then there's, like, here. the
3: triathlon ones from, like... Yeah, I did a do it, it of
4: the week, didn't I? Not, not, <laughs> not trophies that you give back.
3: Just of... Melted them down.
4: <laughs> just of uh,
3: medals that we don't
1: want on display.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think is that is that a good place to start today? Can you uh can you kindly take us through that? I, I was having a little bit whilst your Zoom wasn't quite working. I was trying to figure things out because I don't want to jump to any conclusions. Because the way I see it, say for Nick, like I can't see Victoria Wilkinson on the start list for shelf more. And my maths think had her down as the only person who could push you off the top if you were to maybe have a bit of a bad race and then she (laughs) won that was potential wasn't it yeah I I don't think there's
4: anyone else but Vic's running in Madeira at the I think is it the Sky World Running Championships yeah in Spain that same weekend so yeah she she told me after supper she was like oh you won the english as well and yeah because i'm not doing madeira and i was like oh well you're not so um yeah um, i'm not like i don't think it'll fully you
3: can't completely yeah. say until it's yeah. fully because you're going around the street beating your chest
2: <laughs> like a baboon and then
3: vic turns up and smokes nick yeah
2: i yeah. yeah, no, um so yeah,
4: so yeah, I think that's the only possibility if it was potentially if she, she would have if she would win Shelfmore. But But um, yeah, she's not doing it. So. So what um, I can say
1: is congratulations to both of you on winning the British Fell Championships. British fell on hill or British fell? I
4: think it's fell on hill because of course it's in Scotland, isn't
3: it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Just make sure you get the full, full title.
3: Scottish folk and Welsh folk and they say fells and Irish. They say fells. But, but it's
4: in Scotland it is hill running, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So that, that and
3: means... in Wales is it mountain running or
4: no, it's fell running is it
3: still it's hill. Wales. Oh, it's
4: just Scotland that says hill.
3: Well gets a bit confusing, doesn't it? Mm. it so
4: congratulations <laughs> both on being
1: British champions. <laughs> just leave it <her> at that. <laughs>
2: <Thanks>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then like yeah. potentially on the way, maybe maybe likely to be the English <laughs>
3: as well after 99%. <laughs> yeah. I don't even need to do shelf more, but I think
4: we're going
3: anyway, aren't we? Yeah, it'd be good to good one to do, isn't it? It
1: should be. I mean, this is the shelf more preview. I'm not racing it. You two are just going to I don't know, just just l- 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 a little victory lap, hopefully. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, could you, could you let us inside the, the journey you've had this year? Like, if you go right the way back to Longmind, what was it like going into that race for you guys? And would you be able to talk us through this, this season, like, between the two of you? Is that, is that all right to take us a little bit of a journey through it?
4: Yeah, yeah sure. Shall I... Yeah, go
3: on. So I think it, it pretty much started from Thailand, yeah. So uh, Thailand was November 5th, was it? Oh. 4th. 4th, <laughs> almost. Um, and so we had to recover from that with it being 20 summit miles, but in ridiculous yeah. So we ended up staying in Thailand for two weeks. So that kind of counted as our like, downtime. Mm-hmm. But we ended up just going on some epic missions, renting bikes. So it was just almost doing more than we would... If we'd completely, uh, yeah. yeah, it was kind of like hitting the reset button, but almost doing more than if you were training hard, just because we were like, yeah, we were getting out, adventuring. We were like trying to beat like cloud inversions and stuff. Yeah. We were like five in the morning and stuff. But it was, yeah, that was brilliant. And then got back and, yeah, got pretty much into the flow of it fairly fast. Mm-hmm. We did uh, Blake fell, which was...
2: January?
3: Yeah, ones fell. So we were pretty much racing from like yeah, January. Yeah. Felt in pretty good shape. But like Blake fell. We both felt we both even yeah. said out. Good that we felt at like Blake fell.
4: Yeah.
3: Um and
4: we actually racky, didn't we? That was I think after Blake fell, we were like, right, we need to get some rackies pretty soon because long obviously was February. So we went down, didn't we? Stayed in Wales and wrecked Longmond oh, on right. uh, a very icy day. So
3: we were driving through a blizzard. At yeah. Point.
4: And then we wreckied the Mazewim, <laughs> so the Welsh Champs race the day after. Nice. And yeah, snow up to the thighs, wasn't it? It was. Um...
3: Yeah, we basically wrecked a root witch. <laughs> It could have been anywhere. <laughs> just trudging through like knee-deep snow, but whiteout, wasn't it? Yeah, when you think of it like that, the route's going to be a hell of a lot easier in whatever we did it in yeah. August. Yeah. yeah, so we're really where down. it was, where
1: to stay. I mean, sometimes the recce can just be actually knowing how to prepare yourself for race day. You know, let alone the course. It could be. Where's a good little place to get breakfast? Where's, you know, all those kind of things? (laughs) Forward thinking.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we just prepare with porridge. So breakfast places, not so important. Lunch after, vital. Oh, but
4: we were absolutely Uh, gutted, weren't we? So obviously we stayed in... So we did um, Maze and which obviously starts mission in Lumberis. And we were like, oh, we'll go to Pete's Eats afterwards. Like, going around, we've got a night home and it was really snowy and we were absolutely freezing. Um, we we get change and everything, don't we? And wander over to Pete's Eats only for to find out it's gone. So uh, absolutely gutted.
3: Have you been to Pete's Eats before in Lumberis?
1: I hadn't. I had heard about um, it. Is no, it
3: fully closing down now? It's it was fully just...
4: gone now, I think. Yeah, It's just the best-sized portions of food, <laughs> the best sort of menu spread you could want, like chips with everything, but just real good food and real good portion sizes, proper like what you would need after battling the elements for however long.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's just a in portion. Normally, you just get a portion of food that you pay yeah. a ridiculous amount for in Keswick. And it's just like, what have we done? Like, anyway, we may as I've well just gone... Long wind. Anyway. We're
4: slightly going off topic here, Bill. Oh, um, yeah. We could want more. Yeah, It's all people <laughs> want. Talk about food. Um, so yeah, long wind early February. We were, I was a little bit like, oh, we're really early to be racing hard. But I think, like Bill says, we definitely found ourselves quite fit in like January, February time. I think we look back now like at the end of the season and I would I would argue and say that we were actually probably probably getting as fit as we are then now if that makes sense but mid-season we were definitely fitter in February than we were in say like May June which is interesting um but yeah Long Min rolled around and I did the last chance there in whenever it was 20 as in the last yeah the last actual the same route in 2015 I think I remember it being just like obviously ups and downs but like quick running in between and that quick run in between um all on the tops and things but you've done it a few times haven't you yeah,
3: yeah I think I've done it three times um being at Loughborough Uni like they're fairly close so we'd have a mission over there um have you ran down there before oh, of course you have you forgot you've got the difference <laughs>
1: I did um, the Longmend uh, English Champs handicap race uh, this year. <laughs> where you smile on the road really? out and back. <laughs> yes. <just> to...
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a good little place. It's, um, yeah. It's... You had a good
4: one, though, didn't
3: you? Yeah, a good race there. Yeah, it's, um, you kind of shrink the hills a little bit when you're from like the lakes and you're used to running on the lakes mm. uh, on the fells here. And yeah, it was just, you can kind of attack them a little bit more, a little bit like you can in the Peak District, I think. You you definitely should be running the hills in the Peak District, whereas the Mm -hmm. stuff in the lakes, you almost, you can almost tap away at the bottom, and you know that the intensity will find you Mm -hmm. pretty much by the time Mm -hmm. you get to the top whereas at the peaks you kind of attack the hills and you can a little bit there, but they are so steep, yeah. aren't they, that you ended up? We actually
4: did a session on it, didn't we, that like January 8th. So yeah. when we wrecked it, we did like a session around the back half, didn't we? We sort of knew what the climbs would feel like. Well, I sort of said to myself, well, it's not going to feel this hard in the race. Mm. And thankfully it didn't, obviously, because we were doing a session and running them quicker. But you sort of realise how long the climbs were, didn't we? And we knew that. The longest one was maybe like for me, maybe like 11 12 minutes. So it's not really, it's it's quite a short hill, really. In, in, in
3: sort of, I think sometimes comparison. you can wreck your route and you're running around it thinking, Oh, this is horrible. Yeah, but then like I think, especially some of the terrain, say Langdale, for example, some of the terrain actually feels better to run on faster than it does, kind yeah. of bimbling around on like wet greasy rock, you almost like wanna yeah, try and tap over the rocks as opposed to like yeah, be really cumbersome and just yeah. You're
4: supposed to be talking about Long Mindy and you started talking about rocks.
3: True. Well that needs to divert. Yeah. Think.
4: Anyway, what Bill is trying to say is that he smashed it. smashed the record by seven, eight minutes.
3: No, not that oh much. okay. Think, Sorry. Uh off the top of my head I think it was one thirty I think, was it Tom Addison's? Yeah, it was Tom Addison's. Uh, and then, Not like, mine and Chris's time was like 127 something. Yeah. Mm. With Chris, like, literally two seconds behind or whatever. A fair
4: chance. So
3: that was really good. I'd say that is probably the best run that I've ever done, best race really? yeah. that I've got myself because I feel like the pack that we had running around, we ran well, but we weren't completely taking chunks out of ourselves from the start because mm. if you do that we'll pay for it in the back half whereas we were taking chunks out of each other on the last few climbs yeah and yeah going up that last climb I knew that if I hung on to Chris then I could have it and I was hanging on to him and I remember him turning around to us saying "Ah, oh, this is a little bit like flutter isn't it the VK And me and Dan were, like, dying. We were, like, stumbling over each other trying to keep up. (laughs) And, yeah, I couldn't even say anything. And then as soon as you get to the top of the hill, I gave Chris a good five metres. That's the best that I could climb, trying to stick with him. Mm. And, yeah, I... um, You
4: knew the line off there, didn't
3: you? I knew the line off. He took a dodgy turn, which I did a few years ago, and I managed to correct myself. (laughs) And ended up doing that. And yeah, I got to the top, I was like, right, if I can sit with Chris, I know I've got it, and then as soon as you get to the top, you're like, I, I literally do not have my legs. <laughs> they were just, it was horrendous trying to descend down this like steep bank after yeah. you've completely yeah. gone to the brink. It was as if like the race finished at the top of that hill for me. So yeah. then to get going again was just horrendous. But yeah, I think that's why it feels... I don't know, my best race because I knew I got the best out of myself because I pushed myself to the brink at the top at the last summit. And then it was still a hell of a long way to go. And we raced it hard pretty much like all that way. So, yeah. And they were cooking it well. So, yeah.
1: And the three of you were really close, weren't you? Like you, Dan and Chris, like in terms of times at the finish, were really close. It was like a, a tense, tense affair right the way through, I imagine.
3: It was, yeah. And I've done that descent a few times as I've raced that one. And you just literally fall down. It's such a good descent. It's like <laughs> loose. And it's like, yeah, there's just been years of bracken on it. So I think it all just kind of molds down and like decomposes. And it just kind of means that you can just dig your heels. And as you're descending, you're just kind of taking the hill with you. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Pretty cool way yeah. to finish that race. Yeah, it was a great race.
1: Good selection from Mr. Barber. He did well there, didn't he? Even if it was a earlier time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it spiced things up a bit, didn't
1: it? And Nick, you were second in that one?
4: Yeah, yeah, I was second. So um second behind Philly. Um, I actually led uh well Philly led up the first sort of section of road and I was like just like herself um and then I got in front of it and then I led to the flat top section where there's like I don't know is it a couple of miles of uh, very fast runnable things and Philly literally came past me as if I was stood still so um yeah she got a gap and I thought right I'm just gonna have to work hard to see if I can close it and I did my best like uh, I tried and tried and she, <laughs> she was looking over her shoulder like on every hill to see where I was um. but yeah just not quite enough uh, technical dance maybe or just more climbing Um, and actually I was quite impressed that she was I think she was less than two minutes in front maybe like 90 seconds in front at the end Um, and yeah I was quite close to everything Billy broke Vic's record and I think I was pretty close to it. So um that was good. But we were us two were well clear of I think Vic was third and then Sharon in fourth. Um, so through. yeah, no.
1: Sorry, carry on and then I'll ask my oh. question. I was just saying you both came through the race um, unscathed, like no little no little issues following it and
2: going in.
4: Yeah, no, no well. I started yeah. getting an issue so um what was the next one so, the next after that was Fairfield so
1: um you know at some I, point that yeah so I'll let you speak now long, I'm just
3: excitable.
4: yeah <laughs> I am um, <laughs> I think my sister and her husband were up and I went for a walk round. The leak around doing water and I had a pair of old like walking boots on I didn't think anything of it at the time um but it was like a couple of weeks after long mind, I started getting this like pain on the top of my foot and I was like hmm that doesn't feel too good and after having like a couple of stress fractures previously I was like oh what is this anyway managed to get through to Fairfield uh, Fairfield and what was that in like May time And it was fine, apart from after the race it really hit, and I was like, "Oh crap! Like, what is this?" So I took two weeks off after Fairfield, went to the urgent treatment centre in Keswick, and anyway, the nurse had a look. She asked me about it. She put some prod in, and she's like, "Right, we're not we're not doing an X-ray because I don't think it's I don't think it's bone. I think it's tendon." And I'd looked at my walking boots at that point, and they're actually really old leather to the point where like near the um, where you tie them the laces there was a bit of leather that was basically sticking out and hitting right on the top of my foot where I had the pain but I was like why is it not gone like this is just bizarre like it's just I've had two weeks off I was on the bike I didn't run um, after Fairfield and anyway um, yeah it it didn't go and managed to do a Fairfield and then dudden, dudden off, not a great deal of training and obviously had two weeks off between did dudden. It was all right during the race, but then afterwards it was a bit sore. Um, and then it's just a brief stop store of what happened. And then um, went up to Scotland <laughs> and did. I think that was the next race, wasn't it? And we did the champs race in Scotland and, um, absolutely fine until i finished and was like oh yeah that's really quite sore now um so we came back from scotland went back to the urgent treatment center this time they x-rayed it and they were like nope it's definitely you've not fractured it there's nothing on the x-ray you're absolutely fine and i was like oh my days what what is going on like it was it was obviously some tendon thing i mean it's absolutely fine now but i missed I must have missed. Um, so two weeks in between Fairfield and Dunning. I had another week off after Scotland. I then had another week after I did Snowden with basically half a foot. Um, it, yeah, it really hurt after Snowden because it's like pounding on the road for however long. Had another week off. I think in between all the chance races from sort of February to now, I've had like six or seven weeks off running just with it. So
1: oh, wow. um
4: yeah, I honestly to think back that that's what happened, and to to some miraculous, I don't know how, but won every single British champs race and finished second in like the English races and first at Seppa. Like I just I don't really know how it was possible. Like I just remember sometimes <laughs> I'd go like attempt to run around Fitzpatrick and come back, and I'd just be in tears, and Bill be like, "It's fine, it'll like." If it's, if it's a stress factor, so it's a stress factor. So you just have to deal with it. If it's not, then you just need to sort of work around it. But
3: there's a lot of stuff that you did on the bike.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah.
3: To be able to maintain your fitness on the bike mm. and to say that we we're a fit, like, January, mm. sometimes you look and retrospectively, yeah. it's a blessing in disguise, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah, foot off the gas
4: and... I think now looking so. I felt really strong at May's win and at Seba and maybe not the second half of Sedver, but, um, mm. I look back now and I think maybe that, that sort of, that two weeks that I had, not, not so much the weeks here and there, but the, the two week block after, um, Fairfield was actually quite useful. Um,
3: yeah. I just, I just, season, yeah.
4: I could just reset. I did like a hell of a lot on the cross bike up, like Dodd, Winlatter, round Bassensway, um, like a ridiculous amount of climb on the bike but it just it it helped I think so yeah it was it was touch and go (laughs) a lot of the time but
1: yeah I mean like zooming out and and I've never been a champion of anything but I think what people say about people who are champions is that like essentially you've also just got to keep trying and keep going haven't you and it sounds like Mm. actually you haven't technically had your perfect, forgive me if I'm wrong saying this, but technically haven't had your perfect year this year when you have something no. like that going on. But this en- might end up being your year. Well, it looks like
4: <laughs> yeah. isn't it. But I that- mean, it even got to the point like before Scotland that we went up to Scotland and I recced it and it's literally the day before we did a jog and some strides and I couldn't even do the strides up the hill. And I, I said to Bill, I said, I don't know if I'm going to start tomorrow like it's it's that sore and Bill was like right just warm up and see how it is I warmed up and it was it wasn't too bad and then it was actually all right during the race I don't know if it was adrenaline or whatever have you but then after the race and I sort of walked across the um the grass back to the car and I was like yeah I could really do with taking my shoes off I don't know <laughs> whether that's gonna help but yeah it's really sore so yeah. um yeah there was a lot of a lot of times and then I did Snowden and I I sort of said to Bill, is it worth me doing the Welsh champs race? Like I don't need it. Should I do it? Anyway, my foot had got a lot better since then and I did it and yeah, there's, there's not been any pain in it um, recently. So that's, yeah, just, just one of those weird like things that just, you sort of think the worst at the time and
3: doesn't go away. And you wonder what shape you'd be in. Yeah. You
4: know,
3: you could train for it and train, Mm. you know, as hard as you enjoy training sometimes, because with the season being as long as it is, it has to ebb and flow, doesn't it? Mm, mm. And you can't stay... I think to run a good fell champs, you almost say stay slightly undercooked and you just dip in and out and do like mini peaks because there's no way that you're just going to peak for one big race and then... um, I almost say like we do the majority of the hard training around spring and then mm-hmm. you almost ride yeah, off the, the back way. of that and just yeah, dipping yeah. in and out of the yeah. races as and when you've got to and yeah, then you just get kind of specific with the races that come because yeah, the Champs is such a unique uh series, isn't it? When you think about it, you've got yeah. to be good at
4: short medium long like any what 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 was and
3: and even the longs change so you'll get a technical long but then you'll get a runnable long Mm, you can see like the way that nick chooses it is that he's kind of picking two different shorts two Mm. different mediums two different longs as well as different places etc but yeah it does favor the all-rounder and it's been nice to do the british champs this year. Mm before <laughs> it changed format
4: that, um we sort of said that, didn't we? Like we heard rumors at the start of the year or end of last year that it was going to change, and we sort of said, right, let's do it like like, yeah, let's do it let's let's make a let's make an agreement to, to do it properly, properly do it, like
3: Becky, the races,
4: sure. yeah, we sort of made a conscious decision to not do any of the trial races this year or any of the international stuff. I mean, I did Snowden, but that's slightly different, but we sort of said, we don't want to do that stuff. We just want to focus on the champs and not let that stuff uh, interfere. And I think with the fact that the world's, like, literally clashed with Duddon, that was, for me personally, I was like, no, I'm not going to bother. And I think because of last year, it was just two long trial races to get in the teams and then two long championship races once we got in. And they're
3: very runnable routes as well, which I think take a lot more out of you, you know. On the heat of Thailand, for example, that can wipe you out. Um, I think it didn't wipe me out, actually, the same, because it was so hot. It almost puts this, like, physiological handbrake on you that you can't tap into that next gear. It's almost like it's something called the central central governor theory, which I think that's basically what happens. It's stopping you overheating and killing yourself basically, Yeah,
4: essentially. Yeah. so it puts
3: a handbrake on you because well yeah, as humans we're not kind of designed to run ourselves into the ground, are we? So like yeah, I'm waffling here, but like <laughs> you know, good stuff but yeah um, but, yeah, yeah. so cause... we didn't actually take that much out but then say the Euros for example that was hot, yeah. but it was also really long, you're knocking yeah. on like 30 miles for some of these races and I, you... yeah
4: and I think for so long like I've not for that long but I've done done both and tried to manage both and it's it's been doable but you'd I don't think you get the best out of you in both both camps especially doing the long the long uh, trial or world long distance yeah. mountain running, as it used to be called. I think I think the ones that do the shorter races and maybe the classic up and down or the uphill can potentially do both because so it takes less out of Especially them. But yourself. yeah, like yeah. for the to be able to get in the team, you've got to train to do the trial race, and then once you get in the team, you've then like got the pressure of them running well at the jump. So it's um, yeah, I think this year we just decided right, let's not bother with that. Yeah, let's just bother with the two championships and let's uh, go on holiday to Wales, Ireland, Scotland.
3: Yeah, they were on holiday. Yeah. Which
2: pretty
1: good. <laughs> good. Yeah, you sounded like you enjoyed it when I spoke to you. I mean, yeah, you doubled down and you did the double and you did, we had Long Mind and then it was Northern Ireland, wasn't it? Is that right?
4: Oh, yeah. Mm. Miss Northern Ireland. We went uh, um, how can I and you both
1: You both won that
4: yeah i think that was i think that was like for me i was like right yeah we can we can we'll have a good stab at this if, if, we've, if we've done well in ireland yeah it was it was a really good route to be fair we uh, we we made the most of it we we were like right if we're doing Ireland, then we're gonna have to go out earlier i mean we this is the point that we then introduced the dog to our lives yes. so, yeah so um, at the end of january and and we sort of said well We've got to take the dog if we're going and we've got to pay for the car so we might as well like the the, the car's no different depending on how many days you go out for so we were like right, let's just make it a week and then that's for the ferry that's yeah the ferry and then we um our friend Zach Hannah out there um and we basically had a tour of the Mons didn't we with zach and he took us around the route um sort of on the wednesday i think and then <laughs> we literally spent all week with him didn't he, in his dog car and yeah we just absolutely loved it and then obviously we did the race and luckily it was good conditions it was actually really warm I persuaded Billy <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what came over me because Bill doesn't normally do this but before we started it looked fairly like grim and whatever and it was quite chilly and I was like oh yeah you'll want a t-shirt on so Bill started with a t-shirt on he starts going up the first climb and he sort of looks around and it's like no one else has got a top one. I'm like <laughs> absolutely sweltering
3: Melting.
4: It. it was so hot, so he's taking this top off, going up the first climb, probably cursing me, trying to get it in his bum bag. Meanwhile, the front guys were sort of drifting away, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, luckily, he took it off and safe safely so that you've not worn a t- shirt and your best since have year, but um, yeah, it was a good one it was it was really enjoyable it was rough. It was it, a like
3: gnarly.
4: Yeah,
3: all races out there—they're just uh, they're granite, aren't they? Yeah, it
4: really suited us. I would say like like tough climbs, but like really good descents. And um, oh yeah, we
3: we sort of knew where we're going. Would it be and... fair saying it's a little bit like the Peter Street? Oof. No,
4: <laughs> maybe <laughs> the, maybe the stretch. Uh, what's the, the the It is
3: a little bit kind of underfoot with it it's being a like vanity, yeah. Uh and P T. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, it was yeah, but...
4: I mean, I've never done a British champs race in Northern Ireland before, so it was it was good to experience it, obviously, like you say before it changes. Um and it was it was a good weekend, wasn't it? I think um everyone had realised that we'd been out there a few days. I think I posted that we were on the ferry on Instagram on like the Wednesday, so um, there was a few guys that knew that Billy had been around it. So I, I, I don't know whether that helped or not. But I thought um, it was
3: impressive that we'd wreckied it. We'd got to the bit where it was an out and back. Mm. And we decided not to wreck it because I think it was, was it chimney? chimney rock, was yeah. Like, yeah. So I think it was four days out, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So we decided not to wreck the last bit. Um, and. It was fairly obvious. You could see a, a line-up. But I just thought it was impressive that Sasha had looked.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh,
3: um, on Google her. Eh? I think Google Earth, And this is probably how Orienteers think. Yeah. But yeah. He just chose a completely different line, which looked way further. He was disappearing off. I think I followed Elkington on, like, a more direct one, thinking Elkington knows how to read a map. And his mm. line was good, but mm. then Sasha just bobbed out like miles ahead, and he'd just done that solely from Google Earth, which I thought was pretty oh. mad. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you don't need to wrecky a place when you've got Google Earth. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> but it helps. But yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You know, <laughs> <because> <laughs> it did help. It still did won.
4: help.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: so yeah, no, Ireland was uh, it was great, really good. Yeah, it's a good really mission good. out there, and yeah.
3: yeah, they're just good, rough. Foul
1: races. Long Mind, first and second, Ireland first and first, sorry, Northern Ireland, Christ. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, on to Fairfield, which was, is that right? Am I getting the order right here?
4: Yeah, that's all right.
1: Fairfield was second for you, Billy? Yeah. And second for you, Nick?
4: Yeah, my
1: um <laughs> And then on to after that one, what was what was next? There was that was Dudden, then, which Billy was first again,
2: mm-hmm.
1: bit of a streak, and you were first on that second, one,
4: second behind Vic. Yeah, that's between Fairfield and Dodden That's when I lost that huge chunk of yeah training, and I saw the week before dodden I was like. I've not done a single long run over, like, 12 or 13 miles. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, a bit of a panic. But, um. yeah, to, at the start of the week, the start of the Dudham week, I sort of said to you and mum and dad, and I sort of said, just a heads up, like, I might not actually run on Saturday. Just just this is this is where I'm at with this foot. Um, I think, actually, I maybe left it a week or so before I told mum and dad, just because they absolutely love it, don't they? And, I'd, yeah, whenever... <laughs> whenever we have ice on something they're like what have you done what have you done hmm. so um yeah I didn't tell them until like a, a week beforehand that I might not do it but uh yeah to think I sort of knew that it'd be a tall order to get round at a fairly good uh time and like I, I, set, I set out thinking like this is all right and then I got to about 10 miles and um, I thought Yeah, I think I think with the heat and just the lack of long runs and then the lack of training, and Rick stole past me again. Like I was stood still. It's a runnable second (laughs) half. It's a runnable second half, and I think yeah, I think the uh, the lack of long runs and that sort of run specific training caught up with me. But um, thankfully, I battled to the finish. But it was it was hot as well, wasn't it? It was yeah. It was hot. I took a bit of a dive off. um, Where was my dad? Crag. On yeah yeah. So. yeah. somebody said my name i was a bit delirious at this point i'd just taken some coke from dad and someone that was watching said my name and i looked to my left and then all of a sudden i was sort of on the floor and my shoulder and my knee had just gone straight into the ground and uh i was like oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry anyway i put myself up and harry harry uh holmes took my coke bottle off me but yeah no it was um it was eventful, but yeah, a tough one. No, too, did you want to like, take your coat
3: bottle?
4: Well, he, he sort of offered. He was like, oh, I'll take that. I was like, oh, cheers, <laughs> Harry.
3: And then I him. <laughs> he didn't just rob you. Yeah. No, he didn't.
4: Rub, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no drink bottle issues like Harry Bolton had. All, all good on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I that. Uh... <laughs> no,
4: you're... Bill's parents came, didn't they? And your brother and your sister. And Dunning's quite a good one. I've never done... Oh, no, I've done it once before. But there's obviously two road crossings. So mm. people that... Uh, can watch and give out water and stuff so your your brother was like it was like a formula one
3: yeah there was like there's obviously there's the two passes where you can yeah you can drive to which was pretty cool for for my family because they normally are just in a field they wave you off as you're smiling and then they just see you come back like three hours later looking a bit ill and like Yeah, I think for them to kind of get an idea of the scale of
2: it, they've
3: been more excited to kind of come to the other races since. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Because I think they've just got like a newfound respect for it.
4: But we always have to tell them it won't be like Duggan. Like, (laughs) like, we can't promise the bright blue skies and the fact that you will see Billy. Have
2: you been interviewed by On the Back Foot? Have you experienced? Experience the part where the Zoom call has to pause
1: because nobody is paid for the premium version. Have you been affected by the ten minute break between the two calls?
2: Do you wish he was a more professional podcaster?
1: Do you wish he wouldn't be giving us this stupid intermission during the podcast and be a lot lazier with his editing? You can call us with your complaints on um, we
2: won't listen and we don't really care at zero nine four seven
1: yes, this part was recorded in a bathroom. back to the interview you were just telling me about um your family's expectations on on the uh, on uh, the running did they get to chapel fell did they see you disappear into the mist i didn't think yeah, i yeah
3: that put the, that put them off fell running yeah that was a yeah. bleak one
1: oh, great um, oh.
3: and that's the usual kind of see a load of folk disappear off come back yeah
4: your dad um, got that cold that he didn't hang around
3: for my finish today. No, just like they went. Oh, I had, had like two near ops as well, so yeah, I almost just felt bad for them just being stood there yeah. watching. I'm like, just don't come to Chapel fell because it's going to literally be it's stood in a field, getting cold. Like, no, no,
2: no, no. Oh, we <laughs> said,
4: you said, don't come to when either because. The, the forecast was truly horrendous.
3: Yeah, and it was. was and right. it
4: was horrendous. Yeah. Again, you just literally disappear out of the field and come back through a field. Yeah. So, uh, but they've enjoyed it. And non- oh, they went to supper though, didn't they?
1: Yeah. They Yeah. Did. Was- well, you got a full team on tour now.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've always had your team, haven't you? With your mum and dad. And um, yeah, I was surprised that you Mum and dad would
4: um, be there even. I wasn't racing I think that's
3: they would
4: that's their
3: uh, yeah they love it yeah
4: they. they they love it but yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be I do not think I'd be racing today if it wasn't for them so I think I've got a lot to thank really they uh, took me up and down the country when I was younger and whatnot and definitely grew my love for living in Keswick so yeah if it wasn't for them I, I definitely wouldn't be here or be in this position so um, yeah love Mm. them and now they uh now mum has the taxing job of looking after dan the dog so um yeah (laughs) waiting for him to pull out a shoulder out of a socket but
1: (laughs) that was a question from a listener actually nick um who is messiest dan the? i always have to qualify the dog (laughs) or um billy around the house Oh, in the
4: play. kitchen. Some mornings in the a...
1: kitchen. Well, <laughs> Dan just, well,
4: no, just... Dan when he's got Sorry. a poorly tummy. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I wouldn't be fair to blame the dog, would it?
3: What? On the... What was left on the floor? No, you know, the wall?
4: pots and things.
3: The pot. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's me. And underpants There's no just lying around. There's and no denying. Socks, oh, man. <laughs>
4: for instance. <laughs> socks on the kitchen table. Anybody? Does that happen to anybody else?
3: So <laughs> yeah. who is, do you think? You. Yeah. 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 Good to claim. Dan,
4: Dan, the dog, looks after himself. He keeps himself in his cage.
3: He's not at the moment. He's literally. He's
4: under our feet at the moment, but yeah. Yeah. Is harmless, but now
1: he's um... <laughs> But yeah, and then where was Scotland in between all that? Was that, that was before Chapel fell, wasn't it? Was it after Dudden? Yeah,
4: so Scotland was first weekend of July. So um, after Dudden, before, before Chapel fell, two weeks before I did Snowden. So yeah, that was um, a short one. You always think like, you drive up to Scotland for what was it, a less than three mile race? <laughs> about 34, 35 minutes. You were a bit quick, obviously. Um it's a long way to go, but we made mum and dad, didn't they? They <laughs> mum and dad this year seem seemed to have sort of also done their holidays around the championships. You'd have thought.
2: <laughs> so they,
4: they had a place um Saturday to Saturday, didn't they? So we stayed up with them from Thursday. Um, and then we stayed after the race, didn't we, at Glencoe Ski Centre, oh.
3: um,
4: obviously no skiing, because it was so important. Um
3: The race was pretty brutal.
4: Yeah, the race was, like, I know Bill talked about London before, and how you said that was your best ever race, and I think Scotland was my best ever, like, race race, like, I, um, yeah, I don't know how I won that, to be honest, like, after not even wanting to be at the start. I think yeah. I had no expectation whatsoever, I? I just was like, right, I've got to do it for the British, just get a good shot. Like, yeah, you
3: just kind of...
4: just see how it goes. Anyway, I set off and I was with Sarah and Holly Page from Kennethy and Sarah from Mercia. And I was like, right, um, OK, let's just see how this goes. I like would reckon it. We knew, I knew the descent would suit me. I knew it was steep, it was grassy, it was rough. But I knew I just wouldn't be able to climb as quick as those two. And they went off into the distance and they dibbed first and second round the turn. And I was just behind a couple of seconds. And I think Sarah and Holly were, I think Sarah dipped in the top in first and she was Couple of minutes, I think, in front, or maybe a minute and a half to two minutes. Anyway, I it just, was brilliant. What? Yeah, I just we were the women's race before the men so it was a split start. it was it's a short chance race, and I just my dad was up there at the back, and he just absolutely screamed at me, and I was like, right, I've just gotta, I've just gotta go down this descent. What did he say? You? Not. it's like, get it, move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, get it, get it. <laughs> usually, no, there's not usually a swear word in there, but it's like, Nicola, get a move on. Um And, yeah, I just sort of put the pain in the, my foot to the back of my head and just thought, all right, just just go down and uh, just see, see what you can catch. And I got Vic, like, as soon as we turned, and then I could see Holly and Sarah a bit further down. I got Holly just before it, sort of.
3: We could watch the whole descent. Yeah. Right where we were, you could see the whole race. So you could see Nick gaining on people on the descent. Yeah. And then you're thinking, right, you've only got a certain amount of descent left now. Isn't it going to get all the way to the front on the descent? Mm. And you didn't. You were just, I'd yeah, say, so 200 yeah, metres yeah, from yeah. Sarah.
4: So basically Scottish races usually do like a lap of the show field and then they go out. And this particular race had, I'd say, like a mile, maybe? I think it was a
3: kilometre to the Kilometre to the fell. Kilometre up, kilometre down, kilometre yeah, back. Yeah, so flat fast out. Steep as like 50% going up, yeah, 50% down, obviously. Mm. And yeah, it was just, uh,
4: yeah, I got to the track and you come off the fell onto the track, and there's loads of people there watching because that's like at the bit that's like easiest to get to. And Sarah probably had like four or five meters, and I thought to myself, right, she can run 5k considerably quicker than I can, like, there's only going to be one winner here, surely. And, and he, what, yeah it yeah, like so caned it down and managed to caught up with her, and we were sort of I was just behind it, and then um I saw Will lay and Emma gold from Hell Hill and um I drew level with it and they were absolutely screaming at me to get past um I still level with it and then Charmaine Ethan was down there as well and she was screaming at us both and anyway we sort of go round, and then like do a do a dog leg into the into the pit into the onto the grass pitch and you do like a, a lap round and anyway got onto the grass pitch and we were sort of she was just in front and anyway I put a spurt in and I managed to oh no I got past her just before actually we went into the field and I was sort of looking over Michelle and thinking I'm gonna need a bit more here so that she just you know like when she's broken someone like and they're and they're that sort of knackered that you know you yeah like. you don't have got the sprint anyway I thought I'm just gonna have to keep pushing and there's some video footage that Chris Richards took of us finishing and we both look all in, but yeah, managed to, managed to win by by a couple of seconds and unbeknown to me, equal at the time, like I didn't know what the record was, but equaled Angela Mudge's record from 1999, I think I want to say, so, should have dipped or like, managed to get an extra second, but regardless, I don't think I would have got that time if it wasn't for Sarah and for Holly and, and Vic, so, um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that happened, really. But um. Yeah, and and but, I like it's a short race as well, and I'm definitely better at mediums to longs. But yeah, that was definitely uh one where like yeah, raced <laughs> literally raced to the end. So uh, yeah, no, it was yeah,
1: it was a good. So you both had some pretty epic races throughout yeah. the, two, the two champs, and then it comes to your final ones. Zedba and then down in Wales, do you want to hit either of those and how they've been? Because, I mean, that's, I, we've still got Shelf more, but. Yeah. So
4: the main thing was you, you, I didn't necessarily need to do it because, so basically how the British works is short, mm-hmm. medium, long, but because there's four races, um, you have to do short, you have to do medium, you have to do long, but there's four races. And this year, the two mediums were the two races, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Uh Mayizeguin in Wales and uh more, more in, more on, in yeah. Northern Ireland, so neither us particularly needed Wales because we'd won moren, but there's then tactics coming to it and sort of preventing other people from getting points and Bill was quite close with Chris Richards at that point, and it was like, well, if Chris doesn't Chris wins, then he's then got like a advantage you get three three clear points don't you if you win to if you come second so um and like july like it rained in scotland it rained in wales it was just like the season of rain regardless wasn't it so um yeah it was it was it was a good rate it was it was wet windy and cold wasn't it it was it was horrendous on the on the ridge what are you laughing at <laughs> Yeah, Dan absolutely crop-dusted us out. Like, it absolutely stinks. So bad. Bloody hell. He sat underneath the table, but bad he dog. is let off an absolute...
1: I um, can't spell it in Italy. If that's, if that's yeah,
4: it's
3: it's, come in. It's, bad.
4: It's, it's, bad. it's... it's coming. It's bad. It's coming. It's worse than Bill's trumps. <laughs> um, sometimes I mistake Bill's trumps for the dog's trumps, but um, there's no mistake in this yeah, one. Very convenient. No, very
3: convenient. Sorry, yeah, wait, anyway, wait, wait.
4: Maysburg, how did it go
3: for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good. Um, <laughs> it was good to see Joe on the line, on the start line, because um, Joe Stewart, because, um, yeah, I know that he'd run well. Hmm. And, yeah, it, it almost sounds a bit bitchy when you're like, yeah, I need to do this so to deprive you of points. Well, that's <laughs> that is just the tactics of it. So, um, I knew I didn't need to win. And then I think someone even said to me, "Billy, you know that you could just lead everyone the wrong way." Oh, who
4: <laughs> was that? It was. Um... It
3: might have been the demon on my right shoulder,
4: talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to it, me.
3: Lead them into the mist. Take them.
4: Or was it Seb... No, was it? It was said Seb- for that. Someone said it to you at
0: think...
4: Was it not
3: for? No, it was. It would have been for those Gwyn, but um, yeah, it was. It was a good. Um, it was a good race. It was really impressive how Chris um, ran. Like he, I think it was Snowden. Was it three weeks? No, it must have been two weeks before. Was it? So
4: Snowden was the sixteenth of July. So. Two uh, weeks after the yeah,
3: but two weeks, Scottish it, Champs yeah, and three weeks. And three weeks before. So Chris had hardly ran since, yeah. um, Snowden. since Snowden. So he'd literally come in with just pure bike fitness, been in sessions on the bike. And, yeah, we were basically running side by side. Um, and, yeah, I would go away on the descent, but it was a P super of a day, so you just couldn't really see. Anywhere. Um, there was points where we we're like, right, I think we have gone wrong here. And <laughs> all, I was thinking, Am oh, really <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: right, I really that bothered about don't actually need the this. best
3: situation. And then um, yeah, uh, I think Chris, it was kind of um yeah, as it does, it kind of catches up with you, doesn't it? The lack of run training will and like mm-hmm. especially on the descent, I think he was in a bit of pain. Um yeah so come to the last checkpoint the last summit um i decided to go for it at that point i thought i might be able to get to joe There was this weird out and back bit that you go to seth Seth duke which was just this more and then you come back but it was quite stressful because you couldn't see where you were going even like lower down
2: yeah
3: Um, so we're trying to find this checkpoint at the end of the fell race. The fell race is done, it's just all out <laughs> and not. back to the more. Well, yeah, but it's like, you know, you, yeah. you've done the fell and the mountain bit, or whatever you yeah. call it, and then you're doing this little out and back thing, thinking, well, we could be able This is like, like,
4: like, the route changed the week of the race, or okay.
3: like 10
4: days before uh, the I race. Did,
3: yeah, So, so we reckoned it, bit, yeah. like
4: the mapped route, mm. and then it, it, it didn't meet British Athletics is medium, like it wasn't within the medium thing, so they had to shorten it. it. Had to be under twelve miles and however much climb.
0: So just went out
4: and back to CFD, but we were told that that bit would be flagged, which it wouldn't have been an issue if it was a clear day. But the clag was so far down, and there's there's numerous paths on there, wasn't there? Like we found that when we wreckied and um, there was they, they said at the wall, I'll just head for that marshal. And obviously not saying like, yeah, from that marshal you need to go to wherever. But anyway, it's just this Marshall ringing a bell, wasn't she? And, and I think you the lads ran up to her as if to be like, all oh, right, just run the Marshall and back. Not, not like, obviously, when yeah. you're doing a race yeah. zone, you sort of head down, go for it. Um, and then obviously they had to carry on to the summit. But I think once... Once you went up and t- and then everyone else was coming towards you, weren't they? So
3: in the out and back, you could kind of see where yeah. people were. So I saw that Joe wasn't actually that far ahead at that point. Yeah. Um. So I was like, right, um, may as well right like push and really try and get back to Joe. Um. There's quite a runnable bit where I wasn't making up any time on it. Um. And then it got to the <laughs> descent bit, which is this really technical single track. Yeah. I caught up with him, and yeah we were just like flapping around down this like loose kind of um descent which was just muddy um and you didn't know if you were taking a right or a left it was really kind of misleading um (laughs) we ended up taking this right which we should have carried straight on and we both just ended up in joe's words teabagging this gorse bush (laughs) and just like flopping over That's it we're, pull, pull, pull. we're just picking gorse bush out of like
4: and then wasn't Joe like, like you go bill and you were like no that... you go joe like no you go bill you're you're running quicker <laughs> than me
3: <laughs> i was moving faster and there's a he was like i'll go on and you go in front so i'm like right okay and then some bits were lethal so i was like oh my, mind you step there <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and uh yeah, we are absolutely that
4: polite
3: at the front of a British So we were flying yeah. down this road bit at the end and I was thinking, right, I'll get him on this bit. And he just kind of just strided out and we just ended up getting to the kissing gate, had a moment, <laughs> and then <laughs> then yeah. finished with this like uphill horrible uphill bit for like what was it? About sixty seconds a minute. Yeah, sixty minutes or so. And yeah, Joe just got away on that bit, but um yeah, it was a good race. And then Chris came in. I think he's, yeah.
4: A couple of minutes behind.
3: A couple right. of minutes behind, but I think he'd kind of come to the conclusion then that he's probably not best running through this injury yeah. thing. Um, which, yeah, is always pretty hard decision to make, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
3: but I think he'd already had a pretty epic season, as he normally does. So I don't think he was too gutted with how it ended. But, um Sounds a bit dramatic, doesn't
4: it? <laughs> yeah,
1: sounds like it's dark. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, no, that was good. It was a good trip and yeah, I'm glad we went down and you obviously had a really good race. so
4: Yeah, I again was like, oh, do I do it? Do I not? <laughs> it's like a story of my life <laughs> for that like half of the season. Anyway, I just, yeah, I, sort of near the time, I thought was all right and I thought, right, let's just do it. Doesn't matter if anything happens, so to speak. I mean, that obviously it matters if my foot gets worse, but luckily it was all right. Um, Sarah Wilhot and Eve were there. There's Sharon, Vic wasn't there. No Philly. There was a few girls missing because it was like sort of August time. So um, those out abroad were gallivanting. <laughs> Meanwhile, those minions back in the back in the, the UK, elements, <laughs> right battling the uh, elements of yeah. the. Lambert and Mollelio. Um, but no, Sarah and Eve, I don't know whether I missed a block of training or just lacked a bit of speed, but they seemed to set off very quick. <laughs> so yeah. I, I found myself about sort of 20, 30 metres behind Eve and Sarah was somewhere in the distance. And I thought, right, come on, it's like you know what's coming, just take your time. Um, anyway, managed to cut up with them as it sort of starts to get rough. Uh, you sort of traverse around to... The first checkpoint, and um I'd got a gap, and I said to Samstead, um I caught up to him and I was like, Oh, I just run in, and I was like, Oh, how far is next lady? And he was like, 20 yards. And in my head, I was like, What the heck's 20 yards? I haven't got a Scooby. <laughs> but I didn't want to turn around and give it away anyway, so I just I just pushed on, got to that checkpoint, shoved a gel down me, and then it was quite a steep, steep climb. And um, I was like, right, Nick, keep going, because then it's like a descent and then a climb then a descent and then a climb. It's quite like rolling, but with quite tough climbs. Um, fully expecting Sarah to come back to me because she's really good at climbing. Um, but she didn't. And I just used the men, um, used the men, um, Holly Pages, boyfriend, iPhone, and a chap from Helm Hill. We were sort of running in a three. And then we got up to Molelio. I had I was fairly confident I knew where we were going, that we wrecked it a few times after the Snowden race and sort of in January, About it was in the snow that was like up twenties, but we sort of knew where we were going. Um and yeah, got up to Molelio and started going down. And you it go down like... Molelio and you you feel like you've gone too far, like it's
3: you're
2: it's descending a, a you're descending
4: time. a long time and
3: and there is a way that yeah, you pretty much Yeah. yeah. Lamberis, so you?
4: so the mole Elio race or into counties previously has run up from where we finished. And obviously if you go down that way, that'll just take you into Lamberis but you you've got to go to the gate and up to Sefto, So you needed at some point to take a left and there is a path, but and I was questioning myself. I sort of was going down these two two guys with me and I'm like, Have we gone too far? And they were like I don't know. And I'm like, Oh no. Anyway, we keep going, keep going. And then I see the sort of turning and then I see two walkers and I think, right, we're we're on it. And then I just committed a bit more. Um, And went up to the out and back checkpoint that Seth do and back. And that's quite a good gauge because you can see how far you were clear. And I sort of knew that I was like over a minute, a minute and a half clear, but Sarah and Eve were quite close together. Um, Yeah. And then ran into the finish um but yeah it was it was pretty grim conditions I was like moments away from putting my gloves on if I'd have put them a more accessible part in my bum bag I would have put them on but um yeah I, I didn't but it was yeah it was blowing a gale up there um but it was it was a good one and then of course that led us on to
2: Seppa yeah that?
4: yeah I think Seppa was after me yeah so two weeks that was the other debate about doing Maze Green. We were like, right, two weeks before september Probably actually quite good to get a hard run out. Um, and then we did Seba, which obviously lasts British and lasts long than the English and second to last long in the English. Um, we'd wrecked it a few times, hadn't we? Gone round it. Um, we were driving over, actually, and it was quite claggy, weren't we? Um, but it was, it wasn't too bad on the day. It was... It was Claggy on at Hall, wasn't it? And then it sort of lifted, but it was, it was, uh, it was quick, wasn't it? Hmm. I don't know. Why nerds, I told you any big
1: nerves going into Sedba? Were you, were you thinking, is this really going to happen? I mean, it's been a championship in waiting for you, Nick. Uh, Billy, you've won it once <laughs> yeah. before, but uh, I guess you could give us. Yeah,
4: a- I've not a- actually done the. Yeah, yeah. so the British. I've not actually like done a British series uh, since 20. Well, I've done the under 23 in 2013. I think I've done a few British champ series, like 2016, 2017, maybe, but not done one for ages, like literally years, because they just there's loads of clashes with like the GB stuff, and it always seems to be on the like the 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 champs that's in July, um, so. I sort of went into it, like, barring disaster, like, i.e. not finishing, I would like I would win the British. Um, I think I'd have to finish quite low down. I mean, Sharon was doing it, but Eve wasn't there. Vic was doing it, but she hadn't done Scotland. Uh, she hadn't done Wales and hadn't done Ireland. So there was a lot. Like, I didn't think too much about the ifs, buts and maybes. I just thought, right you know where you're going, you've done sessions around here, you've done the champs around here before, like, just run, and if if that means you finish wherever, then that means you finish wherever. Um, English, slightly a bit more pressure on the English. I was like, right, I'm not, not finishing second at another champs race again. <laughs> so that sort of took care of itself. But, um, yeah, we both actually had quite close runs, didn't we? Mm. We had to... Um, so
1: Bill was obviously with Brennan,
3: like Bill's long and, yeah, long and, run foe Brennan. You did, yeah, great battles. Yeah, we literally every single long race we end up running a lot together, like even yeah. the Euros, uh, Thailand, uh, all the last long races that I can remember.
4: Just literally love running with each
3: other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I with is. each other. Sorry. There must be some kind of chemistry. Yeah.
4: But it was. I think so. It was. Uh, it was actually quite muggy, wasn't it? But really windy as well. Like we both sort of said, the time to potentially make a move, if you've got anything left, is up to core. Um, no, sorry, not up to core. Up to up to the car. Um, so that last like tough climb. Um, but the headwind on that section was ridiculous. So, um, yeah, you you sort
3: of. I tried to do that yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah I descended down to the checkpoint before you start the climb and got a little bit of a gap on Brennan and then um going up that climb I kind of thought that Brennan would come back to me but I just thought right just keep the pace honest and let him work back to you and I knew that he was coming back and I was kind of hoping that he wasn't just going to sit behind me and used me as a wind block but hmm. usually as a rule if you've got the momentum on someone then you'll try and run through them so he tried to like run through me and keep going and think they'd break me because he's actually moving faster but hmm. i just managed to just kind of slot in and just like use him a, as a bit of a windshield which is actually uh you wonder how effective it is like uh obviously it's a huge part of like bike race
1: broads, they must they must block out a hell of a lot of wind.
4: You those
3: yeah, I haven't up um, close. Actually, yeah, yeah. i cut through wind tiny, <laughs> the slice, <Cut> <laughs> like
4: okay.
3: two knives, like little pieces. Yeah, <laughs> <Tiny. laughs> yeah, strong. But so, Brennan, like, although <laughs> shorter, a good guy to be behind. Mm. Don't take that as you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, I managed to slot in behind him, and yeah, he kept on looking behind, and I just said, yeah.
4: What did you say to him? I said, said,
3: don't look behind, there's no one behind, just keep going, keep going. (laughs) Uh, And he kept on pushing, and then, yeah, there's a bit that drops here, there's a few undulations, and the pace was pretty good down there, and then we got to the top of the window, and yeah. together. Yeah, we were yeah. still together at that point. And then there was a good group of people up there. There was my brother up there with my nephew and they were screaming at me. Um, and yeah, it was really nice to see those two up there because it was my brother who actually got me into fell running. Yeah. So I remember when we said Sedba, I said, it would be really nice to see you on the route. Um, yeah, basically going to win like the British champs and like ben. Yeah, ben yeah yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, it was cool to um, have him up there. That gave me a massive boost. And then I'd been panicking about my knee going into oh. the uh, like through Monday through to Wednesday, and I was stressing thinking, oh my knee's going to be so bad. Um, I think it was a bit of paranoia maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, to like, see, so
4: bad, Charlie. Like emotional. Like- so back to the point I was, that I was he annoyed. was like I'm not gonna be able to run I'm not gonna be able to race like I'm not gonna be able to do it like I'm not sleeping and I'm like Bill I no, know I'll what's go. I know what's gonna happen Bill you're gonna set off you're not gonna feel it you're gonna win I'm gonna ask you at the end did you feel it and you're gonna say no and is that what happened pretty much yeah
3: you can only um, call
1: Bill that's why you can call uh me if you need for these kind of <laughs>
2: It's my forte.
4: I I sort of had to knock some sense into you because I was just like,
3: yeah,
2: you had mentioned it.
3: You you knew what the outcome was going to be, but you still kind of, you um, what's the word? You kind of not encouraged it, but you like, you just allowed me to have a little bit of a, yeah, and I didn't have
4: a little bit of a movement. I thought, right, you've done this with your foot, now's Bill's time.
3: But it was like, Monday through to Wednesday, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, crap, like, this is, like, I'm probably going to throw away both English and British championships just with, like, a shitty niggle that I've got for, like, a few yeah. days. Um,
4: and
3: what was it even on? I, I don't know, just, just one of those weird niggles that you get, and, yeah, it was a little bit painful, but <laughs> you just know that a long race is probably going to be, yeah, the nail in the coffin. It wasn't, but... I think the Monday to Wednesday with me stressing about it so much. I'm I mean,
2: blaming it on the car. The car.
4: <laughs> yeah. 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 You were yeah. kicked up in this car, not
3: helping me. Yeah, eh? We're
1: uh, you, we we also, fielding, we also fielding like a thousand questions from me about where I should go on my holiday, <laughs> what, what what shoes I should wear for my runs. Uh... Not,
3: not just you, Charlie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got a whole league <laughs> of them. <laughs> other athletes.
3: No, that's quite a nice uh distraction from uh me thinking that yeah, my yeah. life's ruined. Um <laughs> but having that Monday to Wednesday was actually really nice because then they just turn up to the race like, yeah, whatever happens. I a think. bit like how I turned up
4: with my foot. Exactly. And I sort of said to him like look, Bill, like I thought I'd broke my foot earlier this year and I haven't so it's not that catastrophic. <laughs> so yeah. I mean you got through it, didn't you? So
3: And it actually helped. Yeah. Lowering your expectations does help. And I only thought about the British. I didn't think about the English at all. Um because I knew that it was shelf more and with my short race not being very good.
4: It's only when we came home we started doing some calculations. Well, Ben
3: was... Roderick came up to me and oh, said did he?" I think he won the English um, for that as well. I I was and freak. then we
4: came home and did some calculations and
3: Yes. Yeah. And then recalculated. and recalculated. and then got a few other cards. Yeah. Like, but
1: yeah, beautiful. Um, beautiful. You've both uh, you've had a couple of injury scares. You've both come through. Both put up with each other having those injury scares for <laughs> a long <laughs> season. Um, and you've, you've you've focused on focused on matters at home, um, maybe at a deeper level as well. But like and, and, and it's come good, hasn't it? You've gone English. Well, gone British and hopefully English. After Shelfmore, you could maybe celebrate that without fear of some weird maths happening and (laughs) someone going, "No, it's not really yours." (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We set out at the start of the year,
4: didn't we, with quite ambitious targets.
3: Brilliant. Yeah, but like Um, putting your eggs. In, yeah literally well two, two baskets, baskets. Oh, and
4: yeah. then I set this other semi-basket of like an England Mess at Snowden and that. yeah so I was like oh two and a bit baskets because I didn't want to put all my eggs in just two baskets <laughs> I was like oh just just do that one as well because the trial race is at Fairfield I didn't think I was losing anything anyway then it came to Snowden, and there was discussions of the race getting shortened and then I thought it might get cancelled I probably was one of few people that wanted it to be cancelled like had that yeah, I saw foot at that point, but um yeah it's been it's been a long time coming as well I say this, like you've been racing for however long, but yeah, no it's um,
0: it's not really sunk
4: in yet, i think, yeah, I don't think it will until maybe the f r a dinner at in calder valley, but um yeah it's it's been a long time coming I actually did the um did a talk for the juniors at their f r a junior do just the week before burn it was only when I was sort of doing that and putting all the pictures together that how long life had been fell racing and and how much like sort of time it's taken up and like the just the consistency and um, perseverance I guess um and it's really only when I did that that I was like oh wow that that's actually like uh yeah it t- takes a lot of dedication to just keep going like um, and just year on year improvements, but yeah, consistency is definitely a big part. And yeah, I don't think we'd be here today if it wasn't for consistency or oh, determination or hard work or anything like that. And obviously, support from parents and and you, and
1: things like that. Thanks. I, I Oh, you mean Billy? <laughs> <laughs>
4: but yeah, I think I think, and literally at the end of the day, like we just we just enjoy running and we enjoy being out and. We we actually really enjoyed COVID time, didn't we? And not and not racing and uh I think we're looking forward to in like we, we trained. Yeah, we trained really well. I think we're looking forward to uh, I figure so
3: out that you actually enjoy doing sessions when yeah. there's no races to train for and you're still kind of you know, yeah. doing like two sessions a week. Yeah. And like maybe a long run or yeah. whatever and um yeah. It's I fun. think
4: like, we we sort of said like halfway through the season, like, oh, yeah, I don't think we'll bother with the champs next year. And now, now there's sort of rumours of the champs races coming through. We're like, oh, maybe. Uh, but then we... I
3: think that was some kind of way of uh, making this seem like one last. Yeah, one last it, to it. throw everything into it
4: and then we started getting these niggles and we we're like oh gosh if we keep going with this we're gonna have to do it next year and we we're like no <laughs> so uh, but yeah we are looking forward to sort of not having to run through niggles and picking their own our own races and doing the ones that we want to do and things that we haven't done like the chance is great like I'm not taking anything away from the chance but it's nice to do the races that um you sort of want to do and like I only have x amount of annual leave days and x amount of Saturdays off in a year and and stuff so it's it's nice to um potentially do ones that we haven't done before mm. um but but we'll see I'm sure I'm sure we'll do a few chance And I guess with the British changing to two and only doing four of the English and that's only six from as opposed to ten so you know, you're and then already there's a rumor four left
3: of one of the chance races being a race that we wanted to do anyway. Yeah, so yeah. You think,
4: ah, well, if we've done that one, then you only yeah, need three, three more. more so and then if one way. of them's already down the road, then that's only two more. So, I don't Let's
3: know. We don't have one. to put any.
1: Don't have to put anything <laughs> on it just yet.
4: <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: True. Yeah. Any thoughts ahead of shelf more? Any? Have you wrecked it?
4: No.
3: No. It's um, like
1: yeah. You just kind of like. Oh, right.
3: all <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you've been around it before.
1: Uh, do you know what I've not actually? No. It's Have not, you not. Never one, raced that. Not when I ventured. The,
4: the little video clip, which looks good. Yeah. Um, nice steep climbs, looks a bit of techie descending, maybe. Bit of granite and gritstone and grit-stone. not granite. Gritstone, even not granite. Um, Big battle for
1: third place in the men's champs, we think. We think first, yeah. first so and you know that could be exciting to see. And actually a few of those guys are probably short race specialists as well, maybe. So
4: love a good split start as well. Love a good men's and females separate I means you can watch and
1: yeah. Yeah, who have we got going for third then? It's, it's Dan
3: Brennan Brennan,
1: Finley Grant.
3: Yeah. Oh. And there's probably as it normally plays out, there's normally someone who can someone yeah. that just rocks up.
1: Just well, yeah. Sneak through um, who I would have unprofessionally not named for it. But yeah, maybe I'll have a little look at that.
3: But that'll be good. Um Yeah. yeah. Who's your money on for that? For uh for, for third place, <laughs> let's go for. I think you're talking about right? it. No, let's
1: I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dan Howarth. I think he's just gonna sneak in at that last minute. He'll have wrecked yeah. to death. He's a navigational masterpiece and you know.
4: Navigational masterpiece?
3: <laughs> yeah, he's probably parked his van like halfway up the hill as it is. Like he's yeah. currently surveying the land. I
4: guess yeah. he's got some demons from Langdale.
1: I think he can I think he can prove a few people people wrong. I think he's got it.
3: Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah,
2: he's the
1: one to watch. The last thing this was a really key question I got from a listener was how does Billy rate his pout um, for <laughs> in-the-vote in pitches? Um, yeah. You know, comparing it to maybe Zoolander, David Gandhi, I had to look him up. Um, he wasn't the guy who <laughs> uh, was influential in India years and years ago and uh Kate Moss um so yeah where do you see yourself around them when you're standing on hilltops and
4: I don't think you've been asked back to do any sort of static shots no have
3: you? I I overdid oh. it yeah. I overdid the pout I just Who's thought-
4: was that?
3: Dave just said work it <laughs> I just worked <laughs> it way too much right. um Dan once told me a trick that i see in his photos sometimes where he puts his tongue to the top of his mouth and it's meant to like uh give him more of a jawbone or something
4: (laughs) when he's running does he do that
3: photos photos yeah
4: no you can't stage it like the
3: one that we did at the fra dinner um years ago and it was Dan trying to look ridiculously handsome and pulling it off, I may add. Yeah, Uh, and he had the tongue stuck to the roof of his mouth, and yeah, uh, it does work wonders for one's jawbone. So that's what I was trying to pull. Yeah, and it just ended up looking creepy. It's got to be
4: natural.
3: Yeah, I agree. Next time, Dave, if you can hear me, I won't work so hard (laughs) for the camera.
1: And on that oh. um, on that bombshell, it's been lovely having you two on. Thank you for giving up your time and coming and talking everyone through what has been an amazing year for both of you. I'm so happy for you both, and I hope that you enjoy yourselves at Shelf Shelfmore. And no mathematical wizardry takes the double double. <laughs> uh, yeah, well worked, well earned and yeah, thank you for for sharing it with. Your audience, because you know, people have been saying, Get Billy and Nick on, get them on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Thank you, and Dan,
4: not forgetting Dan that asleep on my phone. he anything,
1: no? no, nothing from him, just uh, yeah. start halfway through the episode. So, you might be thinking, There isn't really a lot of shelf more preview content in this episode. So buckle up, get ready, and here it comes. Bonjour, Charles Boulanger. I'm uh, here with Will Beesman and Rob Green God. We've just done a shelf more recce. What did you think, men?
0: It was fantastic. Nice and hot, just the way I like it. And uh, lots of potential for gnarly injuries sustained. Um, it'll be a good race day. How many times have you followed over, Will? Uh, three times in about as many hundreds of meters lovely rob i'm so hot i
3: can barely think i need more
0: bass well there's a nice cold river there (laughs) how did you find it josh
1: loved it mate so there you have it lovely reporting from my friends over at dark peak there i hope you've all had a great championship season i hope you're feeling fit and strong i hope you've written any letters to any of your niggles I hope you're well prepared and haven't fallen over wrecking it interestingly, when he was telling us about his sandwiches, will did say he was wrecking Chapel fell top, so I hope you've been wrecking shelfmore um and I hope you also have been building a i think it was a sandwich philosophy well mentioned so yeah, lots to think about from this episode. Great to hear from the uh, British fell champions who sounds likelier to become the English Fell Champions, but there's still much to play for for everyone else. I'm still on the holly bobs, so I won't see you, but have a great race and have a great time. Thank you for tuning in. So, uh, to play you out, I've got a little tribute for the uh, British Hill and fell champions, and anyone who I know of winning a race, because if you've won a race then you are the champion of that race, so just a little run through of some of uh, my friends here, we've got Josh Williams, the champion of the Bleaklow Blitz, Bart Shaw, the Blackamore champion, Steve Franklin, the uh, champion of the Christmas Encliffe Park Run, I'll never forget him uh, the fastest 5k with a turkey on your head that is a fluffy one not a real one and many wins at Totleymore, Tigger Tigger Tour, Jamie Rutherford the champion of Swaledale you can't deny that Wendover Woods champion Jake Lane the most poos that I know of on a Bob Graham Colin Osborne First Vet 50 at Groovy Kinder Love Abby Pierce, most of the races that I see her race She seems to be winning Dan Howarth, when he was naughty Doing some records at Tottenhamore And also Bamford Sheepdog Trials Where I saw him win that And Dave Archer, the first Sheffield Half Marathon Champion of that lovely stuff so, if that's you, any of those, or if you are someone who'd ever won a race, raise a glass. Doesn't have to be alcoholic, could be a mango lassie.
2: And uh, enjoy. I've paid my dues, time after time. I've done my sentence, but committed no crime. And bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my share of sand kicked in my face But I've come through And we mean to go on and on and on and on We are the champions, my friend I'm fighting till the end. We are the champions, we are the champions. No time for losers, because we are the champions of the world. And my curtain call You brought me fame and fortune and everything that goes And I thank you all It's been no bed of roses No pleasure cruise I consider it a challenge before the whole human race And I ain't gonna lose We mean to go on